are now tuned into the Lunch Break Podcast, where true sales pros go to tell their stories. What's going on, everybody? My name is James Bodden, and you are tuned into the Lunch Break Podcast. And the Lunch Break Podcast is a place where true sales pros go to tell their stories. And boy, do I have a true sales pro on today's show. Jeff Georgie is joining me. And, and just to give you some color about this, this uh, sales pro that I have on the show today, you know, Jeff grew up in Montreal. He, he was always kind of interested in pursuing business and, and throughout high school kind of was coming to that realization, went to college, realized that wasn't his gig, started out, you know, as an unpaid intern at a digital marketing agency because he realized that he, he needed to learn. Uh, and then, you know, he's just built on that kind of mindset of, of learning and improving and how I came to know about Jeff was on LinkedIn. He has a series, you know, the journey of a salesman. And I I have literally followed him and his journey on LinkedIn from the start of when he's kind of getting out on his own and, and, and really diving in. And then now to where he is today. And I'm excited to have him here. So Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the lunch break podcast, man. This is my this is my absolute pleasure. And first of all, James, I got to give a big shout out to you because you were someone that reached out to me. I remember I did that post. I did that post of when I first moved out, right? I went from roommates to having my own place and I did a, I did a video post on LinkedIn and that's where you reached out to me. You said, hey, Jeff, I'd love to follow your journey. And, and I saw that. And, and that was the, like, I think that was the, the officially the first one that someone actually reached out to me and said, hey, I want to follow your journey. And then I actually took a screenshot and shared it with some of my friends. I said, look, you see the power of LinkedIn? You see, it's real. It's here. So I, I first want to thank you, James, for, uh, for your support. No, man. I mean, and, and uh, we were talking about this before I hit record, but it's, it's been awesome to be able to follow your journey and, and so happy to have you here on the show so we can talk about your journey and and the things that you've learned along the way. So let's kick things off. I'm gonna ask you the same question I ask everybody uh, to get things started. Jeff, how did you get started in sales? Yeah, so I I know like like, like you said in the intro there, like I I always was pursuing business because that's just, I think it's in my DNA. You know, my dad is, is an entrepreneur and, and, and he, he grew up in Italy and moved here to Canada when he was 20 years old with almost nothing in his pocket. So I think it kind of runs in, in the DNA. And I knew I wasn't like, my strengths weren't really science or anything, but I knew I like people. I knew I like people. So I, uh, I, that's why I want to pursue business. And how I did it was, you know, I, went, I, I tried to go the traditional route. So I went to college, I went to university, it's a business school. And, you know, it just wasn't my thing. It just wasn't how I was learning. And I was getting, I have like, I'm going to post about this in the future about my, my I'm going to get my report card. Um, yeah. And there's like, I think there's like 12 Fs on it or something. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm going to frame it and put it in my office. It's going to, it's going to be a nice little inspiration. But I oh, thought yeah. to myself, you know, I was looking at all these other people that I, that I follow. Um, Dana White from the UFC, whatever you like him, hate him, no, no problem. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Michael Dell. I mean, the list goes on and on and on about these successful, quote unquote, successful entrepreneurs, right, that we look up to, and they don't have a degree. In fact, many of them didn't even finish high school. So I said to myself, I said, well, if these guys can do it, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? And, and I, had, I had a lot of pressure from people telling me, no, you got to finish school, you got to finish school. But to, to, I'm going on a long tail answer here, but no, to, answer great. Question, to, to answer your question, I knew that I needed to get experienced. And around that time, I was starting to dabble into Gary V and Gary V was saying, listen, if you want, if you want to start, go, go get an internship or go start working for free, start doing some contracts for free. Mm-hmm. So actually how I started before I got into the agency, I was a member at a CrossFit gym. Okay. I was doing CrossFit for about like four months and I noticed that the CrossFit gyms, their marketing, like, okay, I don't mean to, you know, it, it, it kind of sucked, right? Like their Facebook yeah wasn't up or anything and at the time I was going in I was learning about Facebook ads and like you know Facebook optimization so I so I went up to the owner I said hey you know what um 
I'll do like your Facebook, like I'll run some Facebook ads and get you some and, and try to get you some clients. And then in return, um, you know, we can just barter. So the yeah. membership at a CrossFit was it's, it's uh, CrossFit tends to charge a little bit more, but, but deservedly so because they do offer coaching and stuff. Um, and it's like 125, 150 bucks a month. So she was like, yeah, no problem. And then long story short, uh, I, w I actually ran some Facebook ads. I had no idea what the hell I was doing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I did it. And she told me she got 12 people to walk in the door and several of those converted to paid memberships. Um, and then that's when I was like, okay, maybe I have something here. So then I went to the agency and I was like, Hey man, this is what I, this is what I, this, this is what I did. Hey guys, this is what I did. I want to learn more. And then at the agency that I worked at, um, if you look at my LinkedIn, there's a rank media agency. So shout out to Jonathan Berthold, shout out to Tina Andes, shout out to Johan Perez, um, shout out to Eitan Laluz as well. Don't forget you guys. Um, they gave me the opportunity to start, right? To start. And that eight week internship that I wasn't getting paid for, but I learned so much. And then from there, I was really hungry and and I wanted to to get a job. And then part of the part of the part of the whole internship was I was doing SEO link building, right? Mm. So I would call, let's say, um, like like I would call a publisher of let's say a, a fashion website, okay, for men's fashion, and say, hey, um, we've got a client in men's fashion that does men's shirts, let's say. And I would offer. I said, hey, we're going to write content for your website. Like we'll write it. We like for free we'll write it but in return we like to put a link in that article that goes to our client's website and that is i won't get into the whole technical side of it but that is the secret sauce to seo and ranking on google so yeah. part of my work i had to call people i had to email and i just found and i had like dude i had like no training okay um the ceo like did a couple like calls with me but essentially i just picked it up i went with it there was no crm nothing i was able to build that you know segment of the business within that business and um and yeah and that's that's when i was like hey i got i got something here i i, I think the the phone i like talking to people seeing a win-win situation and that's what led me to dive into sales yeah no i love it because it's it's such an organic journey it's yeah. such a it's such a journey of kind of learning trying figuring it out figuring yeah, yeah. out it doesn't work figuring out it does work and God, that's just the best way to do shit because, and, and I think, you know, your story really highlights this issue with college and education and, and that pressure that you felt to just finish, like just finish college, just to say that you did it. And Gary Vee's one of those people, you know, you got to stop doing stuff for other people. You got to stop doing what you think other people want you to do. And it's something that I think about a lot because, you know, I have a son who is nine right now. And so I think about in nine years, what's my speech going to be to him about college? When he asks me, you know, should I, if he's torn and you know, what, what do you think about college? Like, you know, honestly, it depends on what you want to do. And so for you, I think, you know, post that college experience, you were able to really kind of, okay, now I'm loose. Now I can start figuring some things out. Right. right. And, right. you know, the bit about it kind of always being in the background, like part of your DNA, it's kind of always been a part of whatever you were doing, whether or not it was directly sales or not. Right. right. Um, and so, you kind of come to this realization, hey, I can get on the phone and I can do these things, right? And I can and I can sell things and I can talk to people and use kind of my natural affinity for kind of, you know, being a charming guy and, you know, connecting with people, which I think is huge, right? And um, so, you know, talk to us about your journey as a salesman, because, you know, you, you, you get into sales um, talk to us about how from the time that you started to the time that you decided like, Hey, I'm going to start like documenting what I'm doing here. You yeah. know, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk to us about that part yeah, because yeah. I think that's so, probably very interesting like, so leading like, up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So like many of us, right. We all have a LinkedIn account, but we, most of us, we don't even know how the heck to use it. Right. Um, so I started my sales career. Officially, I started my sales career in 2015 at DE Resources. Shoutouts to Eddie Drew. He was the VP of sales at the time, and Wayne Burke, 
Um, great guys, great guys. They they taught me a lot, and and Steve Shower uh, as well. They both lead the the DNE the DNE team there. Um, yeah. So they they've uh, they've taught me a lot now. So I officially started in 2015, then I went on to, you know, and then I got some other jobs in sales. And then fast forward to last year in 2018. And I'm at, I'm at a company called Sweet IQ, and they got acquired. So you know how those things can go sometimes. And they got yep. acquired by a U.S. company, right? A U.S. conglomerate swallowing up this quirky software Montreal company, right? Yeah. Um, great experience nonetheless. But when while you know we were getting acquired so obviously you know we're talking amongst each other like oh what's going to happen right there's certain uncertainty yeah. so i'm on linkedin i'm on linkedin i'm just you know i'm starting to i'm starting to hear how linkedin is really cool but i still don't really know how to use it yeah so i'm just following i'm going about my day i'm on linkedin and i stumble i stumble upon this guy named beryl solomon you know beryl solomon by any oh chance? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so for those of you that do not know who Beryl Solomon is right now, you're going to go to your LinkedIn and you're going to go at Beryl Solomon. That's B is in Bravo, E is in Echo, R is in Romeo, E is in Echo, and L is in Lima. And then Solomon, you'll be able to find it from there. Yeah. Okay, Beryl Solomon. Add him on LinkedIn. Just now. Add him. Follow him because you are going to learn so much, okay? You don't have to adopt his exact style, but just trust me, learn from him. Okay? He's one of the top LinkedIn gurus out there, okay? So I see Beryl Solomon on LinkedIn. I see that he's in Montreal and that he has this video company and that he's looking for salespeople. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, right then and there, I said, you know what? Whether I go there and if I'm there for five years or five months or whatever the case, I can learn something from this guy. There's something that this guy can teach me that I don't know that I can leverage. Okay. So I go there. I, 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 I you know, I, he, he gave me, you know, he did his thing where, you know, he didn't, it wasn't easy necessarily to get the interview, but I got it. You know, I did my thing. He asked me to follow up and all this. And I guess that's kind of, I'm, I'm good at that kind of stuff. So I got it. And then, um, and then I learned so much from him Yeah. in terms of, of LinkedIn. And he was an inspiration. He lit that fire under me to start my journey of a salesman because he, he makes this, these posts pretty often. He repeats it. He says, Stop overspending money on trying to create and hire actors and this and props. Document. Mm -hmm. Why? Because when you document, it resonates with other people. And when you document your journey, so let's say you're at company ABC, and then two years later, you leave to company XYZ, the people that follow you like you. So no matter if, you're, if you go from one company to another, you're building your brand and you build that, that loyalty with your fan base. So no matter where you go, they're still going to follow you around. And hey, if your service or product can help them in any way, well, there you go. That's social selling, right? All the time. All the time. And yeah, so that is a part of your journey that I really love because Beryl is a beast. Yes. Like he is somebody who immediately kind of popped up in my feed and just I couldn't not see his content. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's this theme that keeps kind of coming through with, with what you're doing here in your, in your journey. It's like, like this thirst for knowledge and the willingness to take risks yeah. in order to kind of quench that thirst. 100%. I think, you know, most of us have a thirst for knowledge, right? We're, uh, you know, salespeople, we want to be successful, we want to learn as much as we can. But I'd argue that most of us, including myself, most of the time, take the safe way. We read a book, or we consume content online, or, you know, we use these resources that are like very low barrier to entry, doesn't really take any work, you can just kind of go find it. And then you can, you know, quench that that thirst for knowledge. But you have taken kind of this approach of like, no, I'm going to, not only am I going to consume that stuff, right? But I'm going to, it's almost like learning a language, right? Like you can go to Spanish class for four years, like I did, and leave those four years <laughs> never knowing a word of Spanish and not being able to speak Spanish at all. Or right. you can take a risk and go move to a Spanish speaking country and immerse yourself in it. And I guarantee you in way less than four years, you're going to be absolutely fluent. And that's kind of the approach that you've taken. Like, I'm not only going to watch Beryl's videos, I'm going to go 
get a job with this guy and work for this guy and learn from this guy. Yeah. I mean, mentorship, so, mentorship. Yeah. So like, where does that, where does that affinity to kind of take these risks come from, man? I, I, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, I, 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 you know, so 2018 was the first year where I, where I started doing commission only. And I think that's where it started to get me my, my entrepreneurial brain and DNA really going because that's the close, that's, you know, when you jump in and you start your own business, like I've done, um, that's the true, that's a true plunge into entrepreneurship. Right. But I think a good first step is going and taking some, com some commission only positions because that's really mm -hmm. going to start to rewire your brain. Right now, you know, for little things like, right. We, we get, we get a job, right. Whether it's a sales job, a marketing job, a dev job, whatever it is, right. We, there, there's a base salary to that. And with that base salary, you know, you're going to be getting paid X amount of dollars um, that every week or every two weeks, and then plus some for whatever bonus that you have entails. So there's already this kind of little net for you, right? Yep, safety net. Yep. You know, so, so you can go and maybe maybe you're at work one day and you're, oh, you're going on Amazon and, oh, you know what? I really want to get those sunglasses because you know what? I'm going to be getting my, my pay in like next week or two, so it's good, you know? But yeah. when you're an entrepreneur and when you start going on commission only, your brain starts to think differently. Now, I'm not saying like, listen, if you go and buy the sunglasses, if you really want to, but it's the, it's, it's the concept of- It's the mentality, yep. Do I really need this or do I really want this? Mm. And then because that, in, in when you start your business, okay, when you start your business, which, and I started my business with less than $1,000, um, I don't advise to do that, but um, <laughs> you start to really evaluate you know, okay, the $5 lattes a day, mm. um, this here, the Uber drive every morning here. I mean, if you need to do it for business, that's fine. Do it. But like, you know what I'm saying, right? Oh, like yeah. you evaluate about like, okay, do I really need to spend this or do I really not, not spend this? Yeah. So my affinity to answer your question, James, my affinity to take risk is that deep down inside, I want to build my own life. Mm. I want to build my own life. And what do I mean by that? I want to build a life where, Hey, if I want to pick up my stuff, and go join my parents that are on vacation in Sicily. And I look at my schedule and I look at my, my, my book of business and I see, and I'm like, you know what? I can go do that. Let's go. If I want to go spend January and February, you know, in, okay. So in Canada, bro, and on the East coast, it's really cold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um, Vancouver and British, British Columbia is an exception, <laughs> but like even Western Canada, super cold. Um, I want to be able to live in January, February in a warmer climate. Because there's something about that sunshine. There's something about that. Um, and it's not just about like the beach lifestyle and all that. It's, it's just, I want to I wanna be in a warmer climate. I want to experience more, more traveling. I want to get to know more cultures uh, while still working mm -hmm. and having that freedom. So I know I had to take a risk. I know I had to jump into something. I know I, ha I, had, to, I had to jump into something that there's no net. And believe me, it's scary. And every single day, James, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still scared. You know what I mean? It's still, it's still a scary journey. I don't have any safety net. I'm not, I'm not cruising on a yacht and I don't have like millions of dollars anywhere. I'm be like, okay, let me just chill out today and not do any prospecting. Let me just chill out and not send any LinkedIn messages today. No, I've got to, I've got to, this right now, this time, especially right now, after that I've moved from Montreal to Ottawa, I really got, I really, the train is on full force right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that uh as you put it like kind of your affinity for risk is is realizing that risk is tied to the freedom you want yeah essentially you know yeah. and uh i think that's one of the great things about sales in general because you know for somebody like me so i don't have an entrepreneurial dna strand in my body i and 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 you know none nobody in my family has ever started their own business um, you know, I didn't grow up being naturally interested in it. But what's interesting is that being in sales for so long, you start to realize, like, okay, this control that I have as just a salesperson, right, the ability to control my income via my bonuses, right, whether or not you're getting salary or commission only, you know, you do have that control, right? That's, for a lot of people, I feel like where it's not naturally ingrained in them, that's where the light bulb comes on. It's like, hmm, oh, okay. So there's a possibility, you know, there's a way to go out. And, and that's almost, for a lot of people, I feel like the first glimpse of that freedom that you're talking about, 
because you know one of the things that I've noticed uh, just with connecting with people on LinkedIn is that lots of 20, 25 year sales pros nowadays are leaving that corporate VP of biz dev or sales position and then going out and becoming consultants and, and running their own business, right? Mm -hmm. And now if you look at their LinkedIn, they've never owned their own business prior to, you know, they've always had that sales job, right? And they've, they started out as a AE and you can kind of see it and, yeah. you know, um, and then they, I feel like that's almost kind of a natural thing for a salesperson. You finally get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm ready to have all of the control. Mm -hmm. I can control my finances. I can control how much money I make. I, you know, the further you move up in an organization, I can control more and more and more, but ultimately I want that, that true control. And yes. So I think sales is such a great thing because, you know, so for somebody like me, it can kind of put you on that journey and help you realize these things. And then for somebody like you, who it's just kind of always been there, sales is, is a way to kind of project yourself and, and, and get that foundation that you need to, you know, be a, a, a good business person, right? Because at the end of the day, whether you have a natural affinity for it or it's learned, I feel like, you know, you have to have that, that foundation of, of, you know, like the jobs that you've taken, the commission only type things that you're talking about, you know, the risks. Uh, I think all of that is so important. And so for you, you know, so you, you've taken this risk, you go, meet barrel which you know i remember watching that and i was like god what a what a gutsy move man because i could tell from just his linkedin videos like he's he doesn't mess around like you gotta you gotta be on top of your game you yes, know you yes absolutely when, when you're dealing with somebody like that yeah, yeah. and so <clears throat> talk to us about you know, so I know kind of after Wealthy Commercials, you had a few other gigs, but you know, one of the things I want to talk about before we kind of get into what you're doing now and kind of your full-fledged entrepreneurship is, you know, your time at Coverage Court, man, because those, and I had Jesse on the show, you know, about 10 episodes ago, and you know, I just love like what you guys put out there content-wise. And so talk to me about what it was like to be a sales pro who's already creating your own content. You already had a series going, right? Yeah. And then to come to a, 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 a company where like they encourage that. Right. Exactly. hundred you know, so yeah, yeah, percent. Talk yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. So, so I, so I joined, I joined up with, with Coverage Corp, moved from Montreal to Ottawa and um, yeah, they, they were super and they were super open to it and they, they encouraged me. They even let me leverage the, the video talents. Shout out to James Harkness, okay? Shout out to James Harkness. They're, they're, they're the video videographer, cinematographer, if I can pronounce that correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, they, they let me leverage uh, his talents and, and, and that's great. And, and being able to work in a team dynamic like that was amazing, right? To be in this like, you know, I also follow some Grant Cardone stuff, Gary Vee, yep. like there's some Neil Patel in there as well. Yep. And they're the same kind of like-minded where, you know, we got to work on our craft. We got to work on our sales craft, right? Handling objections, um, knowing when to push, knowing when to pull, uh, how to follow up, what little things you can do. It's all the devil's in the detail, right? The devil yeah. is in the detail. And although I had an amazing, amazing time at Coverage Corp, I had an amazing time. Like you said, I had my series uh, going on journey of a salesman and just posting my stuff. And I also had, um, a book of business with me for my LinkedIn clients, right? Yeah. I, I help, I help, uh, I help business owners on LinkedIn leverage LinkedIn to book meetings directly through LinkedIn. Yep. And, um, that was not stopping even though, and what's really interesting, check this out. Okay. So my full intention was to join uh, what I did was I joined Coverage Corp and I, I wasn't even pushing my LinkedIn stuff. I wasn't even, I was like, I was refusing contracts. I said, no, I'm totally dedicated to Coverage Corp. I got this contract here. I'm dedicated. Yep. And then I just started getting these things coming here. Then I had clients that were referring me business. Yeah. Most of my clients. And I'm like, 
And then I would get on a phone, right? And, and this, this, this is what did it for me, okay? This is, this is what did it for me. And this is, where does your affinity come from, Jeff, in entrepreneurship? And this is where it comes from, okay? One, I love what I do. On LinkedIn, I love what I do. I'm so passionate about it because I see the impact. And for me, to be able to go into something, I have to be passionate. I can't do something half-ass. Yeah. I have to be 110%, right? I tell my clients, you give me 100%, I'll give you 110%, right? Yeah. So here I am, I moved from Montreal, to, from, from Montreal to Ottawa. I joined this company. My LinkedIn stuff is still picking up on the side, even though I'm not pushing it. I'm not advertising it. I'm not doing anything for it. Then I get people from China reaching out to me. Wow. I get students. I get startups. I get referrals. And I'm like, and then I get on the phone with one of my clients. And I have a discussion with him in the evening. I don't know. This is like 7, 8, or 9 p.m. at night or something. I don't know. And yeah. he's like, hey, Jeff, he's like, wait, you're still up? I'm like, yeah, I'm still up. Of course. I love what I do. And we start talking, and, and I start asking him questions So because I'm going to launch a different campaign for him. Yeah. So I start asking him different segments and stuff. And then, and, then, and then before I get into that, I'm like, hey, uh, Mr., Mr. Client, um, like, how, how are things going? Like, are, like what do you, I just, I, I called him actually. Yeah, that was it. I called him to just find out, like, how are things going? Like, I, any feedback? You need help? And then he's like, Jeff, I am so blown away. I love what you're doing. In fact, I just spoke to my partner about you. Um, we are so happy. In fact, we don't just see you as a LinkedIn consultant. We see you a partner in our business. Mm. And that's when I was like, that moment, I was like, holy shit. I have something here. I really have something because I, they can sense that energy that I give a shit about their business, that I care about their business. I truly care about their business. And they sense that. And even though I'm some, I'm some solo, patroner, solo entrepreneur and I'm working with other people, you know, I don't have this mega team behind me. Yeah. And maybe I win over certain accounts because of my energy, because they feel they're like, holy shit, this guy is like so enthusiastic. But I'm also very detailed and I'm very good at my craft and they see that and they're like, Oh, this guy, Oh, this guy means it. Mm. Right. Versus yeah. someone else who's, yeah, I'll do your LinkedIn campaign versus no, no, I'm, I'm going to invest my time into your business. Yeah. Because I care about your business. Right. So it was a great time at coverage corp. Shout out to Andrew Lemoyne. Shout out to Jason grew. Shout out to Jason, uh, Jason Harkness, Jesse Perot, all the guys there, Eric Tasse, amazing, amazing people. Justin Williams, AKA diamond designs. <laughs> as i go by and um i'm sorry if i'm missing anyone else but um but yeah it was, it was a moment where i had to say where i, I was thinking about it and i was like well what do i do right mm -hmm. what do i do what, what do i what do i do right i can't it's, it's not fair to coverage corp and it's not fair to me to be trying to do both because i, I can't do both right yeah i need to jump 100 percent into one thing and, you know, maybe I made a mistake. I don't know, but I don't go, I don't, I don't really roll like that. I think, I think there's experiences and things kind of happen for a reason to a certain degree. But now, I mean, some real entrepreneur stuff. And think about this, man. I move from one city to another. I move all my stuff over, okay? And then now, okay, I won't go into detail, but right now I have to pivot my LinkedIn services on a dime because let's just say the whole LinkedIn automation stuff isn't going to be available forever. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. not so hard for me to build a long-term business strategy on something that isn't necessarily going to be there. Right. I call it. I call it the golden nugget. It's a big golden nugget. The analogy that I have, but it's hang, hanging by a string. Yeah. It's a great golden nugget. It works really well, but it's not going to be there forever. And it's not. Again, it's not smart for me to build a long-term business strategy over something that I don't have control over. <laughs> but what I do have control over is my experience that I got from the years in cold calling, hundred calls a day for years and years and years. Yeah. And, and now I can bring that along with training on LinkedIn right now. I train my, now I pivoted to training my, I empower my clients on LinkedIn. So my yeah. pitch is don't hire an agency yet. It's expensive and you don't need to do it yet because you don't yet have the volume on LinkedIn. Let me teach you. Let me empower you. Let me empower your staff because you're already paying them. Yeah. Okay? That's how I'm pivoting. And I am doing this. I just did this, this past couple of weeks and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's stressful because I'm here and I'm like, Oh my God, what I'm going to do. Um, but I'm making money from this automation, but I can't for forever. And it's, it's stressful. You know, I'm making money from it, but I know it's not going to last forever, but I need to pivot. Yeah. And that, that my friends, if, if that's not entrepreneurship, I, I don't know what is. <laughs> I don't know what else. No, I love it. And you know, I think just from the outside looking in Jeff, there, I, the passion that you have for what you're doing means that you'll never make a bad decision because 
I'm a firm believer that the only time, you know, you, you, uh, you know, specifically now, you know, when we widen it to life, you know, there's lots of different variables, but specifically in a sales career, you know, if you're following what you're passionate about and that fire is driving you in a certain direction, not going that way is probably the bigger mistake because, you know, the sales isn't easy, but if you're passionate about it, sales can be really fun. Okay. So what you provide, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, if you find yourself in a position similar to Jeff, I would suggest listening to that voice and that fire that's saying, you know, do what you're passionate about because it, you know, you may be able to have a good run at a, at a job like, okay. So kind of a similar time in my career, I was working in wireless retail and I knew that I didn't want to do that anymore. And I knew that I wanted to move into the B2B side of the sales world, but I still, I I remember I took a job at Sprint for like four months. And I, when I took that job, I knew that that wasn't what I was passionate about anymore. Mm-hmm. I wasn't passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, my mind was always somewhere else. I was reading books about B2B sales. I was listening to content about B2B sales, you know? And so, you know, uh, that four months was probably the hardest time I ever had in wireless retail sales because I just, ugh, I just wasn't into it anymore, you know? And, and yeah. that, that's, that's when being a salesman and a sales pro really sucks is when <laughs> you know you're you you don't have that passion because it's a it's a thankless hard job to do you know the hundreds of cold calls but you know as you talk about all of these things that are kind of going on in your mind as this entrepreneur at at the stage of your journey that you're at it's like you know god that fire is just going to be the thing that continues to make sure that you know, your, your business continues to, to move on. And, you know, one thing that I love about kind of your way of thinking is this idea of like long-term, right? Long-term business and needing to pivot and, and, and make sure that you're not putting all of your eggs in some thing that, you know, I love that analogy, like the golden nugget hanging by a string. Uh, and it's, and it reminds me of something that somebody I know you also enjoy his content, David Meltzer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He says, you know, the key is being in business the next day. Yes. He saw that post the other day. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Yeah, man. And, and it's like, that's it. And that, that mindset is exactly what you have, right? Like, you know, what's working now and you're making sure you're doing everything to capitalize on it now and making sure that every day your business is running and moving forward um and 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 that comes from that passion right because if you somehow were put into this position and somebody said jeff hey man you got to go be an entrepreneur whether you like it or not and you didn't want to do it you know i mean you'd be you wouldn't be smiling right now you wouldn't have this energy that you have right i mean it would be the exact opposite yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so you know i think a big lesson that that people that are listening to this can take from from kind of your journey and what you've shared with us is like look whether you're running your own business or you're running your own desk it's it's all about that passion and that that dedication to empowering your clients and being that that trusted partner in their business man i mean like I, when you said that, when you said, you know, my client said, we don't, we, we don't think of you as like a LinkedIn consultant. We think of you as a partner in our business. I mean, uh, that's, yeah, that's the time that you need to go ahead and do that full time because as a salesperson, once you're starting, once you've become somebody who can be looked at as a trusted advisor and a partner in a business, you know, all of your clients' businesses, uh, you're at another level there. That's another level of being a sales pro and and an entrepreneur, right? And so, um, you know, I, I find myself thinking like, so for you with LinkedIn and and this documentation of your journey, 
what, what value, like, let's say there's a salesperson out there. I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking about having you on. So let's say there's a salesperson out there. He's on LinkedIn. He is not running his own business or anything like that, but he knows that it's important to be active on LinkedIn. Yeah. What, how did you flip the switch to turn the camera on? Right. Because I, one of the things that I loved and the reason that I reached out to you on that video is because it was very transparent. Yeah. You were essentially saying, Hey, uh, I just took this big risk and moved out on my own and I'm a little bit nervous about it and I'm not too sure how it's going to go, but I'm going to, this is my beginning of me documenting what's going on. Yep. And you know, that takes some courage, man. So like if, if somebody's out there, kind of fearing that record button what what would you tell that person to get them to hit it and and post yeah. it so good news is like you know you don't have to necessarily put your face on video right um you can do a that's lot that's a good of, point yeah you could do a lot of different forms of content right so right now one of the other pivots that i'm doing is um i work with a lot of uh with a number of sales uh training businesses where they help uh, be, where they help enterprise levels and small, medium businesses, um, you know, with their sales, right? They analyze where they're having trouble in the sales cycle, whether that's opening, closing. Um, they don't hear back from the person after sending a proposal. Um, the deals aren't, you know, keep getting delayed, so on and so forth. So uh, what I did was I actually had a client. I have a client who's not comfortable putting his face in front of the camera. So I said, no problem. Um, send me those audio files. Cause he had some, he had so he did some radio ads and, and um, so he had said so he did some radio ads and for a second, I'm like, Oh, why'd you do radio ads? But then I'm like, wait, you have an awesome radio voice. Send me those audio files. I'm going to make you a gift. And there's another thing, surprise your clients, right? Yeah. So I send it to my, to my video guy. Shout outs to Phil Lubensky. Phil Lubensky, you are going to become a LinkedIn master soon with your video stuff. Okay. <laughs> so I send it on over to Phil Lubensky and, um, and I say, okay, here's the auto file. I want you to put a title. I want you to put captions. I want you to put a brand. And I want you to put that wave. You know when you talk and you like you see the wave? Yeah. yeah. And these are 30-second to a minute value-based content, okay? And I'm answering your question in a long form here. No, okay? I love it. I get it. Yep. So I put that. I sent it to my client. He doesn't – my client hasn't paid me for it. I, I paid for this just to show him. I said, hey, so those radio ads you did, fantastic. I'm really happy you did that. Let's actually get this radio ad in a nice visual with your brand, with, with um, informative-based content. Yes. Hey, guess what, Mr. Client? Now that I've helped you build up 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 contacts of your target market on LinkedIn, why don't we shoot these on over to your feed every single morning and mm -hmm. see how that does, right? So um, my advice to someone to, who's starting LinkedIn, if you're not comfortable in video, I'm uh, – there, there's a numerous uh, coaches out there, right? And, and guess what? When I first started video, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I wasn't right, using the right tonality or whatever. I didn't, I, like, you know, I just jumped into it, man. That, that's how I learned. I just, I jump into it. Yep. And then, but if I think back about it, yes, would I have done this? Okay, maybe I don't regret. But if you're someone who's new to LinkedIn, okay, yeah. first of all, what you're going to do is this. Step one, you are going to start utilizing a software to organize, manage, and, and, and schedule your posts. You're going to either get, get Buffer buffer or Contentino. Get those two. Okay, there's Hootsuite, but Hootsuite is a little bit more for enterprise, but you can still use it. But I suggest Buffer um, or Contentino. We'll leave some links for the folks, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what that is going to enable them to do is instead of just randomly posting, you're going to start to have an edge on your competition that is just randomly posting because you're going to have structure. Okay. Yeah. So one, if you're not comfortable in video, get a video coach, talk to someone in video, talk to someone that does voiceover, speech therapist, whatever. Okay. Get comfortable and practice. Go in front of the mirror, record yourself. Yeah. Record yourself um, 10 times, 12 times, 20 times, 30 times and listen and be like, Oh crap. Uh, and redo it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Okay. So get a coach, practice, um, then use a software to manage your posts, okay? So here's the thing. And this come, by the way, this isn't me, okay? This isn't Jeff Georgie's advice. This is Gary Vaynerchuk. This is Brent Cardone. This is Beryl Solomon. Proven tactics, yeah. This is Joe Affelbaum and Tammy at, um, and in Brooklyn, New York. We'll leave a link for them too. Yeah. 
okay? Um, you want to have a mix of documentation, raw style with your phone, okay? Mm -hmm. So that raw feel to it. And if you can, if you can hire someone, pay 40, it's, it should cost you like 40 or 50 bucks per video um, for like uh, someone for like with a video camera to just film you for 30 seconds to a minute and do basic editing, okay? Um, obviously you can spend more, but okay. But the point is, is consistency. So those softwares that I mentioned that are going to help you schedule your posts and organize your posts to a calendar, instead of just waking up and then trying to write your article and then, oh shoot, 10 o'clock meeting. Okay, no. And then yeah. you're on your meeting and then oh, articles on the back burner and articles sitting there and the opportunity cost of getting more leads through that article is lost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right? No, so, I love that. You're going to make all your content, okay? Come up with all kind of informative content. So if you're selling whatever, let's say you're selling a software. Okay, let's stick to B2B, okay? Because that's yeah. the hot topic today and we're talking about it. So B2B software, okay? Talk about how your software helps those and stories. Hey, our clients, we don't just serve our clients and do this. Look at the story. Yeah. Look how they feel. Look how it empowered the marketing director to not only do her job, but then get promoted, right? I, you know, there's so many different ways you can do this. Yeah, yeah. It's a short, so short content, under two minutes. If it's video, under two minutes, keep it to the point. Not, hey, so it's a nice day. <laughs> and so like, I was thinking of doing, no, lost, okay? And I made these mistakes, but it's cool. You know, we learn, we roll with the punches. Exactly, yep. So short, informative content. If you can't afford the editing, no problem. Doesn't matter. Raw. Consistency yep. is the key. Consistency, okay? Now, uh, through those softwares, you can only post a video through a company page. So if you want to put a video up, you do have to do it live. However, you still can plan it out. Record your video, you know, over a weekend, right? So record 12 videos, okay? Here, this is what you're going to do. Record 12 <laughs> videos, not longer than two minutes. Make sure they're good. Title them, save them in your drive. Dropbox, whatever, okay? Yep. Then find them on your calendar when to release. Release it uh, between 9 and 5 p.m. Uh, you know, find your, but, hey, if you're on the East Coast and um, you serve, uh, you know, your, your territory is California or Oregon, well, don't post at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, right. right. Post at 11 a.m. Eastern or 12 Eastern, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be so smart about are, it. Yeah. Little things, but the essential thing is coaching is utilizing those softwares to organize and consistency and yeah. adding value. Articles, short articles. Don't stop. You can write some long articles. Yes, the SEO juice, yada yada yada. But <laughs> people are not gonna like if you have something that's really valuable and it's if it's 300, 250 words, people are gonna read it. Well, and the other it. thing is, you know, that short form content makes it easier on on the person creating it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it um, because you know a lot of the times when I talk to salespeople who haven't started creating content or building a personal brand or however you want to put it, you know, their, their kind of argument is, Hey, yeah, but I got a, I've got a job. Right. And, and I get busy and I think about a post that I want to make. And so all of those tips are so right on to kind of making it a realistic thing, you know, and, and building it into your schedule and, um, you know, there's a way to do it. And, and I think you're a shining example of, of why it's important, right? Because it, yeah, you know? and then and then over analysis causes paralysis. Always. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Keep it short to the point. You want to talk about uh, hey, how uh, how to handle this objection, right? I throw those stuff out there. Hey, somebody's saying wait, oh wait, oh no, yeah. let me think about it. Well, what does that mean? Does it really mean they want to think about it, or is it something? Maybe it's personal. Maybe they're going through something personal where they can't move forward. Maybe because they're thinking of quitting their job in the next two weeks and yeah. they don't want to get something started because frankly, it's not going to, it's not going to not go anywhere. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's us as sales professionals to build that trust. Cause the first thing is trust. And then they start to, or, to tell you, Oh, you know what, Jeff? Okay. So here it is. All right. It's not your product. It's not price. It's not you. Um, my boss is like really not into this whole like digital LinkedIn stuff. Um, I am, I do have a good, big influence, but you know, and so on and so forth, but you won't get that out of them if, if you don't build that trust. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so over analysis causes paralysis. Don't overthink things. Do, do, do get a coach. Look for the best way to do it. Like I did when I went to Beryl Solomon, I said, you are going to, I'm going to mm -hmm. learn something from you. And I sat next to him for four months and he showed me yeah. all the granular stuff. Oh, this, oh, this reply, this is what you're going to say. 
oh, that kind of reply? This, okay, now this, now this is what you're going to do. Now you're going to yeah. tag, and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, okay, all right, I'm just doing, I'm just sponge like, mode. not just SpongeBob, I'm just a sponge, I'm just <laughs> it all up, right? But the most important thing, um, it is it is nice to also think of a strategy, you know, you got to think about your branding, but reach out to someone who's already done it. Yeah. and ask for their advice and then and then then it's up to you to dive in right yep. you're gonna you're gonna figure out how to swim but you got to jump in well and i think another th- important thing <clears throat> that people need to maybe remind themselves of is at the beginning especially nobody cares nobody cares that you put up a video that you messed up a word in mm. nobody cares that you uh, you know, didn't edit it quite right. I mean, I can't tell you. So I got over this, you know, paralysis by analysis about two, two years ago. And I've just been amazed at like how many times I've put out something that uh, the paralysis James would have been like freaking out about in my own mind, because there's some sort of wrong thing, or I said something that I didn't really like, and then I put it out. And nobody notices. And then after a while, I've, you know, forgotten about it. And uh, like, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, they, they have a podcast and they've recorded a couple of episodes, but they have trouble being consistent and they want everything to be perfect and they want the logo to look right. And I said, I have changed the Lunch Break podcast logo like eight times and nobody's <laughs> noticed. You, go, you, go. you know what I mean? Like nobody's been like, hey, man, I was listening to your podcast, but you changed your logo. Screw you. Yeah, you, know, you like change it. Like I'm, I'm just not going to listen to you anymore. <laughs> No. Yeah. So, I mean, I think all of that goes towards kind of, yes, just do it, you know, and, and your tips are so practical and I, and I love that man. And so I'm, I'm looking at the clock here. I feel like we could probably do this for another three hours, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, you know, as we wrap up here, sure. I want people to know how they can reach out to you. Yeah, man. Because I think you're going to have some people that want to kind of feed off of this uh, yeah, this energy you've got going, man. Um, so at, at Jeff Georgie on LinkedIn is, is where to find me. I am currently building out an Instagram and Facebook strategy as well. But like I said, you know, you got to start somewhere. And focusing is another important thing because, you know, my friends, will, yeah, my friends will tell me, oh, and this social platform and this and this. And then I asked them, I said, have you ever like started to put together any content on a platform? well no not really okay one platform for one person is a lot more work than you think yeah it really is and that leads me to why i'm focusing on linkedin and i started i i can do facebook page optimization i've done it for a couple clients but then i realized i said wait a second a it's taking me more time b i'm not going to be as good as like the facebook experts yep and c like i love linkedin and it's working for me yeah. And I'm getting better and better. And I'm no, and the more I dive into LinkedIn and I dive in the deep ocean of LinkedIn, this deep blue sea, their logo is blue too. So, um, the more I see like, oh my God, there's a lot to this platform. Yeah. There's so much, so much more that I can learn that, you know what? LinkedIn is enough for me right now. Yep. And it's that self-awareness that ensures that you're able to have that focus and take that time. Uh, so you can ultimately serve your clients the best possible way you know and i love that man um so i gotta ask you the same question i ask everybody at the end of every lunch break podcast what's your favorite place to eat lunch jeff what's my favorite place to eat lunch oh my goodness oh my goodness oh boy okay so because i'm from montreal i mean come on man you don't eat food capital of the world Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Now, Ottawa's good. Don't get me wrong. Ottawa has some really good food. Okay. My fellow Ottawans. Okay. I love you guys all. Okay. I'm not <laughs> Ottawa, but Montreal, come on. Montreal is where it's at. <laughs> Favorite place to eat lunch. Okay. Well, um, boy, there's a lot. I'm going to go. I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy. I'm going to give out a shout out to a couple friends here of mine that, 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 that mean a lot to me. Um, my favorite place to eat lunch um, is a place called Omnivore. Mm. Is a place called Omnivore, and they're like these. It's kind of like you know the shawarma kind of shish tauk. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. not your tradition. It's really not your tradition, like what you find a lot of like the spots on the highway and stuff, or or like the big pita. No, it's not like that. It's refined. the The mm. sandwiches are, are not as like jam packed. It's quality, and I love to go with lunch with my buddy uh, Tony Alio. Uh, and uh, and and Sarah and my buddy Duncan and um, 
and I like to go there. Uh, th those are some really good friends of mine, and those are some good memories, and the, and the food there is spectacular. I can literally give you a list <laughs> a dozen places in Montreal. If I'm going to pick one right now, it's going to be omnivore, and then it's going to be heading to Café Neve on, on Rachel Street in Montreal. They got these nice big juicy cookies, okay, Ooh. those chocolate chip cookies, and then they got lattes, and then what you do is you, you, get, you get a spoon, okay? You get a spoon, and then you throw your cookie in there, and then you just kind of, and then you just go to town, and then you just, uh, you just, you just, then it's so, so it's just like it's it's a one-two combination. I know you asked me for one place, but no, I'm giving but two, you know what I mean. I respect that, and you're the first person who's ever hit me with that one-two combination. But as a as a fellow foodie, I am I'm right there with you, dude. There are certain places where if I go here the post thing has to be here, like yeah. to cleanse the palate or to get that little, <laughs> that's it, that's little, it. little, little bit of sweet in after, after the, the savory bit. Yeah. So I love it, man. Jeff, uh, you absolutely provided just so much value today for, for everybody listening to this. And, and I really am so thankful for you coming on the podcast, man. I had a great time. Dude, I, I had a blast. I had a blast. This is not going to be the last one, my friend. We are, we are going to, Continue. The journey of a salesman is turning into something too, eh? So well updated. And I want to tell everybody something. I want to tell everybody something before I before I, I, I we we uh, we depart ways here momentarily is that my bigger vision, my bigger vision is to help those without a university degree get into the sales and marketing world. Okay. A lot of us feel pressure, a lot of us are pressured by society, their parents, their friends, and they think you need to know. But I'm gonna ask you something. What is business? Is business sitting in a classroom? four walls around you being stuck there and learning from someone that most of the time has no experience in sales spitting out these the verbiage to you from a textbook mm. or is business going out there and learning and talking to people learning about google ads learning about facebook ads learning about management learning how to deal with this problem learning how to um, deal with this situation, how to deal with this call. Okay, this report for this client, real life business application, okay? So if you wanna get into sales or marketing, okay? And you feel pressured, you don't need to go to the university route. It's okay, it's okay, it's normal, don't worry, because Jeff Georgie is building something. Because I'm gonna revolutionize the education industry and it's starting with high schools, okay? It's coming, it's coming, we're just at the start, but it's coming. I love it. I love it, man. And, and, and I wish, you know, that's one of the things that I think we could probably talk another hour about just that, man. And, and yeah. it's important. And so, yes, join me along with the other folks that are following Jeff and on, on his journey, because, uh, you know, as you can tell, this guy, he has passion. And, and what I love about you, man, is that you not only are you just incredibly passionate, but you, you know, you think about people. I know that sounds weird, but like it's it's about the people and it's about the relationships and it's about empowering your clients and you know even when you're talking about where you want to go to lunch, it's about the people that you're with at lunch just as much as it, as it is, you know, the meal. And and I think that speaks a lot about who you are as a person, man, and I, I can't wait to continue following your journey, buddy. Cool, man. Free LinkedIn tips, say, eh, on my LinkedIn profile. So follow them. LinkedIn golden nuggets. <laughs> golden Just nuggets. Oh, I love it. Find those golden nuggets and use them. All I right? love it, man. All right. Thanks. So with that, I am going to wrap up Boom. the Lunch Break Podcast. Speak to you guys soon.